Welcome to It's a Beautiful Influence, a podcast about creating you online. I'm Krista, and it's just me today, at least for this intro. Today, we're actually sharing with you a replay of a Facebook Live that Allison and I hosted back in December of 2018 on Facebook Live, and it was such a great uh, workshop, and we thought we had some great feedback, so we wanted to share it with our podcast audience. Hope you will enjoy. Today, we are talking about telling your story. So for those of you that did the um, challenge, uh, you guys kind of have an overview of this already, but now we're going to get more in depth about how to do this on a consistent basis, right? Because um, especially we were talking about people that did it at first um, and that's awesome, but now it's like, okay, we'll keep going. Right. And it kind of gets to that weird point where you're like, well, what do I say now? Yeah. I know we've both been in that. So you're like, what do we talk about? Yes. In the <laughs> beginning, when I first started using like videos every day on your Snapchat or then eventually Instagram stories, it was like, yeah, what am I going to talk about today? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do I share with people? Or I need to post something. What am I going to post about? Or, you know, so I know you've all been there. Mm-hmm. We know you've all been there. That's why we put this workshop together. Yes. And we'll hopefully this is. You can go Google this and you can go watch other YouTube videos about how to tell your story. But we hopefully, you know, I think we break it down in something that's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, and it's manageable. It's not going to take a lot of time and effort to, to do this because it's going to just be about you. Yeah. So. About simplifying your thought process and not being critical of yourself and just putting yourself out there. I would like to say that we do it better than anybody else. I would just like to put that out there because I think, I think that this is just prime. I'm telling you the way we just, you know, (laughs) but um, how we say it, right? Right. That's what I love about it. Yes. Yes. So um, the professor and me has to have, you know, give you the framework of what we're going to talk about today, what you're going to learn. So your brain is ready for the knowledge. Um, so, and I'm like, you <laughs> <laughs> let Allison go. She'll just, <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. So, um, I don't need to read you this, but this is just, we'll leave that on the screen for a minute there. So you can see what we're going to talk about. But for those of you that have never had the opportunity to join one of our in-person workshops, we have been building up to this. We started with discovering your why and the path to becoming known, right? Yes. Um, and so we're going to give you a quick little overview of your why. So knowing your why behind what you do and why you want to be known, why you want to be on social media, what you want to gain influence for, that's important before you start knowing how to tell your story. So we want to just do a quick review. So we have a little prompt here for your why. I can make a difference, a change, or inspire blank. Yes. So Allison has a really great why. Love it. Oh my gosh. Um, My, my why is huge. I mean, I've, I've talked about this a lot, but things all kind of like all of the difficult situations in my life that I've gone through, um, having bad leadership, having bad teachers, she was one of my favorite stories, but I had a lot of bad teachers um, and, and going through those situations where you're just kind of like, man, I wish there was somebody that I could look up to that was there for me that will actually teach me what I need to know and, you know, and train me to be a leader too. Um, all of those bad situations that I had in my life turned into my why, turned into, I think I can make a difference in other people's lives. And I want to see people change for the better. And when I get into that leadership position, when I get into that influencer spotlight, whatever it is that I'm working towards, um, for me, it's in the fitness and health industry and trying to you know, teach people how to be motivated long-term, not just for five minutes, not just for a week, but to long-term understand the why behind fitness and health and all of those things. So um, I've used the situations in my life that have been bad to really inspire me to make a change and be a good influence and be a good leader when I have people watching me. So 
Um, I absolutely love my why. I love what I do. And inspiring people is my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> yes. Um, so there you go. So that's not, that's a great example of why my why. So I was just trying to see if, like, if my screen's frozen. My, we're at the library. Yeah, we're at the library. <laughs> Recording because we don't want to drive all the way to Scottsdale mm -hmm. for this. Um, and, you know, at our houses, there's animals and children and, and craziness. So yep. um, the Wi Fi is a little iffy. But anyway, it's going to be great. Um, my, <laughs> my Wi is, although different, has a lot of the similar, I think, heart and motivation behind it as Allison. But I love helping people figure out their why, right? Like that's, that's yeah. one of the things. And how to then share that. Marketing is. That's all what marketing is all about is sharing your brand, sharing your story. Mm -hmm. And at least that's what it should be about in this day and age. <laughs> right. uh, so I just, I absolutely love people, you know, figure out that purpose and then bringing mm -hmm. that to light and like figuring out how to move forward with that. So, yes, that's awesome. Um, and then once you know your why, then you need to figure out what do you want to be known for? So this is another thing we talked about in the mm -hmm. first workshop. Um, and, you know, there's, you could, you could be known for being a, the best, you know, math teacher in the world right <laughs> you could be known for being uh somebody who motivates and inspires people to get out and get healthy and how to do it long term you can be somebody you know who motivates people to um get on social media and actually mm -hmm. talk to the camera <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know you have to think about what you want to be known for what what mm -hmm. what do you love to talk about or what if you could do anything in the world for a job or for to make money tomorrow what would it be right i have a good example of this um one of the ways that i found out that i like like kind of the motivation sector of speaking is every time my friends had a problem they would come to me and they would be like what do i do allison this is going on that's going on and i would get that like feeling where i was like oh i have something to say it's really really important like oh, just let me tell you and like listen and ah and and i would be so I don't know if passionate is the right word. I don't know. I was so energized by that time by trying to help my friends through what they were going through that, and I had a few of my friends sometimes they'd be like, I wish I could have recorded that. And one of my friends actually did she like put on voiceover. She's like, she's like, Hey, do you mind if I just, and I'm like, I guess not. Yeah. One of, okay. And, <laughs> and that, and that was kind of like afterwards I was thinking about it and I was like, I was like, she, like, you know, I have like some friends who really like what I'm saying and the advice I'm giving. And I'm like, why is that? I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just my perspective. I don't know. But I, I through those things, I figured out I like motivating people. Yeah. So kind of figuring out whatever you're doing when you feel that like, oh, like, what is that? Like in that energizing thing, because some things drain you and some things energize you. Right. Absolutely. So finding like, that what just like, you know, I love teaching so much that like after these workshops or we've recorded, we've been recording content coming soon um i get so excited to energize that i can't go to sleep for like hours right like i'm always oh, yeah. i mean you know if you know me at all you know i stay up like today anyway but after like teaching like this i totally am so energized and so mm -hmm. that's how you know that's something that you might want to be known for so mm -hmm. um so hopefully that helps give you a good background for those of you that haven't really thought through this process yet or have, haven't been to our workshops before you tell your story you need to know what is your why and and what do you want to be known for because what are you going to tell a story about if you don't know what you want to be known for? Right. Very so, important. We have a little activity that Allison's going to kind of guide you through and we're going to do along with you to help you. Yeah, kind of get this going. So um, the activity today is pretty simple. You're going to draw a circle on a piece of paper, which we're going to do right now. I am not good at drawing any type of shape, but we're just going to make it work. 
yeah, we're just gonna look just like this. Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna show you my art. <laughs> no, you don't get to see it. Um, all right. So you're gonna draw a circle on a piece of paper. I'll wait. Get a piece of paper. Um, and then um, what I want you guys to do is write down. You're gonna draw a picture. I know some of you might not be the best at drawing. I can't even draw stick figures, so I don't want that excuse. You are going to draw four pictures in this circle that represent sections of your life, whether it's things that you love to do, your activities, anything like that. You're going to draw four pictures. Ready? Go. I don't know if you're going to be, this is going to be legible. I really don't. <laughs> but I'm going to try to, this is, I'm pretty sure people are going to laugh because this looks nothing like, this looks nothing like me or life at all. But you know what? It's going to be fine. Stick figure, I'm telling you. <laughs> this looks like a balloon. It looks like a balloon. Um, let's see. <laughs> see, this is going to be really okay. bad. But this just gets you in the creative process of yes. what, what are some sectors of your life? There is a purpose to this. It is important, I promise. This isn't just to teach you how to draw. Because I'm not teaching you how to draw. Mm -mm, me neither. So. Four sectors, four things in your life. Yes, four things in your life. Um, hmm. Ooh, yeah. I have one that I can draw. <laughs> oh, hi, Brandon. And I think hi. That Janet was watching. I'm not sure if you're still watching. I should have said hi when you popped on. Um, <laughs> glad you What's found someone? us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I took one art class in, I don't know, middle school, and they taught me how to draw. Um, a toucan and um and so that's, that's your drive that's what I'm okay we'll have a bird okay so this is gonna be as close as close as we get to me actually being able to draw but I have a bird at home so that's a sector of my life and oddly one of the most popular things on my Instagram right now yeah it's awesome. is oh, he's so cute he's so sassy um but yeah if you have not seen my bird he is a green cheek conure um Okay, what did you draw, Krista? Uh, well, I'm actually stuck at three. I drew my family. I'm really not showing because I'll show you how bad it is. You're like, uh -huh. no, I'll show you guys. You know how bad it is. Okay. Um, I drew my family and I drew like me teaching and I drew a cell phone because social media. Social media. Um, mm -hmm. And I couldn't decide on the fourth one because, yeah, I really couldn't. I you can see I haven't done this exercise. We talked about no, this for we, like two weeks, but yes, I haven't did. done it actually. <laughs> see, this is not, I, I don't even, yeah. So I have my bird because my animals are part of my life. I, look at that's me weightlifting. Yes, you see? I, I, guess. I, just, I don't. I'm, I don't know if you can. I don't know if this is. I, mm, it's bad. It's bad. Um, <laughs> those are. That's an apple and some grapes because um, I like health, to, nutrition, health and nutrition. Yeah. And then writing. writing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Love. I was. I just literally wrote out the word writing because I'm so creative. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So. What does this, what can this like start in people, this, this um, process? Well, it's going to help giving you ideas of what to talk about when you tell your story. Mm -hmm. right? If you think of your four main sectors that of your life or the four biggest things in your life, then those are the things you're going to share about. Mm -hmm. right? And I think that um, writing stuff down, you don't always think about, I don't know, your life in different parts, but this is kind of how you start to create your pillars of content of what you talk about and what you post about. Because then when something comes up, like for example, 
when something comes up with my animals, I always record it because it's something that I'm used to doing. People know the animals and their characteristics. Now I've talked about them, I've introduced them, and people will actually ask me like, "How's Daisy doing? How you know has she had puppies? Like all these questions." And I'm like, "Okay, like you care. Okay, cool." Um, but breaking your life down into sectors of things that are important to you is huge and these are oftentimes the the biggest things that you talk about and once you get in in the zone of doing it over and over it becomes a daily telling your story you know it becomes part of your story that people are following along with yes and like uh brandon i noticed has been doing a great job so good so good every day and you you been doing this so we've already apparently you don't do it anymore you've already, you already surpassed it. Killing it. I know. <laughs> uh but no so that's you know that's the thing is you brandon just i don't know a month ago i don't think you were using instagram stories every day right mm-hmm, um, so. and so you're just doing a great job and so that's what when you start thinking about these four different areas of your life and really mm-hmm. it could be three to five it's kind of the magic number yeah. range i've heard is you want to talk about those three to five areas um, yes. and that will help you have something to share about. And once you know those main areas that will hopefully help you with your elevator speech. Now, hi Bailey. Sorry, I'm watching this one checking on my phone. I see Bailey's watching like, that too. Hey. <laughs> um, so your elevator speech, hopefully you guys know if you what it is, but this is as a lovely little illustration on the slides tells you, um, this is, the name, I got the same because you are getting an elevator and this person that you have been wanting to meet, whether it's a potential client, a potential business partner, a potential boss, whatever it is, this is somebody you have been wanting the chance to have to meet and talk to in person. You get an, an elevator, you see them and boom, you have 30 to 60 seconds, maybe 90 seconds if you're lucky in a tall building <laughs> to talk to them. What do you say? Or you sit down at a wedding and you sit get at this table and the person you've been trying to talk to or wanting to meet is there. Boom. What do you say? So you want to be able to quickly and concisely, because you only have a, about a minute, tell who you are or who your business is and what you or your business does, right? Um, so whether you're just you know trying to gain influence online to be an influencer just for your own personal brand, or maybe you actually have a business. This is, you know, either way, you're going to want to be able to do this and you can apply this on telling your story. So uh, that's why I'm telling you, but I'm explaining where elevator speech came from. Um, You also have to know who your audience is, right? And who you want to help. So you're going to have to have an elevator speech that works for different audiences. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't know, if there's not one person, you know, on social media, you're thinking of who's that group of people you want to solve problems for, who do you want to help? What would you say to them if you got to meet one of them in person, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next and probably the most important thing about elevator speech is you have to be authentically you, right? You you can't fake this. So so now that you kind of get the background of it and the purpose behind it and some tips of it, here's kind of just a little framework for you. Um, and that is obviously you want to say your name. <laughs> if you're, if you know, it's social media, you have to say your name. But this is if if you're meeting for your first time, if you're just starting a brand new account, or you're getting a brand new YouTube video, or whatever it is. And what's something that differentiates you from everybody else in your area, right? Mm-hmm. And like Allison, she's a, an excellent trainer. I've done her tra- her becoming phenomenal program. It's amazing. Go check it out <laughs> if you need to get your butt kicked and get worked in shape. But what's different about her, she's not just your average trainer, she's all about motivating you to 
to be able to keep doing and keep continuing it, right? She's and she looks at it like her trainer. She gives you like nutrition advice and supplement advice. She has like the whole shebang. So that's her differentiation, right? Um, and so you want to think about that, or you want to see what is it that you, that you can do to build a connection with your audience. Are you, you know, the same age as your audience? Are you, you know, the fans of the same sports team? Are you um, from the same place? Are you all beach lovers? Are you all travel junkies? Whatever mm -hmm. it is, build some sort of a connection with them based on some commonality. Mm -hmm. um, then you're going to share a quick story that kind of tells your specific goal or your interest or your passion, right? So storytelling, that's why we're saying tell your story, right. is much better than just like stating facts. So <laughs> you want to, you know, you want to share that story a little bit. Then you want to quickly share the problem that you solve or you can solve with mm -hmm. whatever it is that you do or whatever your business does. And then some sort of call to action. This does not have to be a pitch to sell, but this could be, hey, please follow my pod, uh, my podcast or whatever. Please um, share this out to your audience or whatever it is, but some sort of call to action. And so this is something you're going to do in like one minute. So you say like, hi. I'm Krista and I love social media. <laughs> I just can't laugh because it's so, you know, anybody that knows me knows, uh, get off your phone. <laughs> but no, so hi, I'm Krista and I absolutely love marketing social media and I love teaching people how to find their why and use social media and marketing to tell their story so that they can do better and find their purpose in life. Um, and I would love it if you would want, you know, connect with me and watch my stories. Boom. Yeah. You know, not, not perfect, but that's just kind of off the cuff something that works for what we're talking about today. But <laughs> I have versions for, you know, all my different things for my potential clients and whatever. So, so there you go. So that's an elevator speech. Now, you don't want to do that, obviously, every time you tell a story. But <laughs> um, that is something that, you know, as maybe you've done a new campaign, maybe you've done something, a post that's gone viral or you've, you're launching a new YouTube but for some reason, you have a bunch of new followers, you have something new going on, and you want to be able to explain to people who you are, what you do. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you're slowly but surely adding people to your audience, you want to every once in a while kind of pitch that in there. Yeah. Um, the next thing about telling your story, though, is not just about you. It's about who can you bring into your brand? Mm -hmm. um, so like, obviously, Allison and I have brought each other into each other's brands now mm -hmm. because we've collaborated to put together Creating You. So collaborators, that's somebody that, you know, it has to be somebody that fits your brand. Right. Um, a lot of times this can be, which people just think of what they're currently doing. Um, but this can be in so many different sectors, any part of your life that you are inspired by or that you love. Um, a lot of people that I collaborate with are health people, like different uh, brands that have turmeric and matcha and all these other things that I take on a daily basis. So when I'm thinking about who I want to reach out to to collaborate, I'm always thinking of what am I using every day? What am I eating every day? What am I drinking every day? All of these very simple things. And I've most of the people that I've reached out to to collaborate have been brands that I, you know, beef jerky, the mama chia, <laughs> like all these different brands that um, that because I already have them in my life, it's simple to pitch something to them. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's like, hey, let's do a collaboration. I already love your stuff. And, you know, we'd work well together because I'm into health you're clearly into health because you have a health brand. So, you know, um, so anything in your life that you use, wear, talk to, talk about. Yep, yep, exactly. So, and uh, we've got to say hello to Judy and Stephen have joined us. Judy and Stephen. <laughs> 
Um, so where people are chiming in, the beautiful thing about Facebook Live is it will be available to watch later. So please yes. comment replay if you're watching on the replay. Um, but yeah, so collaborators, it could be any person or brand that really just works with what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, influencers, right? Even if you are a, so, you know, an influencer in your own space, does not mean you can't bring other influencers into your brand. Mm -hmm. So this would be people like, for example, I'm thinking of as we you know, launch some content in New Year, um, I've already thought of some influencers that I want to reach out to and like bring in to help us and work with, you know, give them exposure and them give us exposure, things like that. But it's finding people who, once again, fit your brand. Yes. Um, and then inspirational brands, right? So yes. Allison's going to talk in a minute about people, which you can definitely bring inspirational people in your brand too. But yes. sometimes just like tagging or sharing stuff from brands that inspire you mm -hmm. is a great way to tell your story, right? Because by yeah. who, you, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So who... Mm -hmm. Take that backwards, who you share on your story, that whether it be your brand or people, is going to be telling more and more about your brand. Right. I think I think a lot of times with people shouting out someone else, or it almost kind of feels like, oh, I don't want to, not that you don't want to give other people attention, but you don't want to seem like you're, I don't know, like just kind of go, veering away from your brand. But I think one of the things I appreciate the most is when people shout someone else out. I'm like, oh, who's that? Like, yeah. what are they doing? You know. And I've followed so many people, especially because of you, because you do that all the time. You'll yeah. be like, oh, if you want marketing tips or this or that, follow this person. Yeah. Um, and it's really helpful to, you know, it helps kind of extend your network and and find people that have the same things in common. So right. And the people that I pretty much almost always share out are marketing people because that's what I love and that's what I do. So it mm -hmm. it fits my brand. Um, and then Allison already spoke to this, but the like-minded brands, right? Like. Even though I'm into health and fitness, like it would be kind of weird if I was like shouting out all the time, like the type of product she does, because that's just that's not my brand. Right. Um, so that would be, you know, you have to think for me. But if I'm shouting out kid stuff, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's the mom with young kids. Okay, cool, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I think a good point of that too is that it almost seems like if you are in the same sector, you don't want to shout out your competition, so to speak. And the thing is, is the more you shout out people that are in your sector or in different niches of your niches, niches, yeah. niches, I think it's niche, it's whatever, niche. Uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so they're <laughs> in a different section um, of where you're working, you become more of a resource and it actually adds value to you because now you're a resource of other exactly. people and other ideas. People aren't going to go off of your Instagram and be like, oh, I'm not following her anymore. I'm following this new person. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's spreading the joy around, exactly. you know, exactly, exactly. And then the last but not least, but if you have clients, like if you have a business and people pay you for your services or your products and they have a success story, that's about the best person you could ever bring into your brand, right? Yes. <laughs> so they're going to tell your brand story by saying, oh, I worked with Allison and she, you know, just like me, I'm like 12 weeks. Oh my gosh. You know, becoming phenomenal. <laughs> Seriously. I can show you some video. Like I got some, I got some crazy shoulder muscles and back muscles. Yeah. Uh, but no, the, so the client success story, right? Or if I, a client of mine comes on, and be like, oh my gosh, she helped me with my personal brand and she, whatever. You're, that's going to tell the best story possible. And that's, mm -hmm. nothing is more true to your brand other than yourself than a, a client sharing what you've helped them do. So. Mm -hmm. And a good point with this too is sharing conversations you've had on Instagram or Facebook. You know, people will kind of yes. sometimes you mark out the name, sometimes it doesn't matter. But when people will send me really positive um, messages on Instagram, I always screenshot them because yes. it's just exciting. And then one day I'll go through and like post like 20 of them on my story and be like, you guys are awesome. You know, here's what I'm getting and here's how I'm responding. 
And then you kind of understand that other people are engaging. And that actually gives me a lot more engagement because people are like, oh, other people are messaging her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, so, yeah. And it gives you credibility, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Ooh, this is mine. Yeah. Where does your inspiration come from? So this is inspiration, in my opinion, can come a lot from your perception of your situations. So your situations that you're going through right now, is it a problem or is it an opportunity? I always say this to my kids at volleyball. I, people, I can't have to stop saying kids. People are always like, you have 10 kids. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're my players, whatever. <laughs> um, but I always tell them, I'm like, when we play a tough team, is this something that you should be scared of? Or is this an opportunity for you to succeed? And when you look at it as an opportunity, you have much less fear. You have much less, you know, setbacks because you're not, you're not in this space of like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of the negative. When you look at it as a positive situation where you can, um, you know, where you can succeed, you do so much better. So, um, so many things with my inspiration or a lot of my talks come from things that drive me absolutely crazy, <laughs> like crazy. And I'm like, okay, I can either let this drive me crazy or I can find a way to fix it. I can find a way to talk people through this issue that they're having or something I'm consistently seeing. And then it all, it can actually cause change because you being negative and talking about it is like, oh, I hate this. That's not helping anybody. Right. We all know that it's not, a, I do it too. I mean, we all do it, but it's like, what can we do that can actually change the problem or yeah, solve the problem. Um, and then the other part is what are your hidden talents? So this is so many times, things that you're good at, but you're scared to do. Mm -hmm. Because one of the people don't believe me, I was terrified to speak in public, terrified to smile in a picture. I have all these pictures at my volleyball club. I'm like, because <laughs> I didn't like to show my teeth. I was the most quiet all the way up until even probably halfway through college. Um, the most quiet person because I was scared to let people know who I was because I was like, what if I talk and I say something wrong? So, so many times behind the fear of, you know, just being analyzed or being judged or whatever, the behind the fear is your biggest talent, your greatest talent. And understanding that fear doesn't mean it's bad. Um, you know, being scary doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that you feel like you have a lot to lose. So maybe that's what's actually most important. My phone, so I'm here. Oh, we gotta make sure yes, Ludo stays charged. Sure <laughs> um, so um, things that you are good at but scared to show the world. So essentially, um, and then paying attention to what gives you energy and what drains you. That is huge because there are certain things, kind of like um, we talked about earlier, things that give you energy, things that drain you. And as you as you go through and kind of analyze and reflect on your days you will be able to see, oh, this really, I was pumped after that, you know, versus things where you're like, I'm exhausted. I want to go lay down for 12 hours, whatever, you know? Yeah. So kind of analyzing that is um, huge. Right. And um, yeah, also just thinking about the people that inspire you too, right? There's, yeah. That's, sometimes that can inspire stories for you to share or just it mm -hmm. can give you ideas of, of what else you could talk about that you're passionate about or Mm -hmm, that's true. It's watching other people and being like, oh, I wish I could be like that. Or I want to be like that. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. All right. So how to share your why? This is, I feel like oh, it seems simple, but it's that's, so awkward and awkward. difficult for so many people. Don't let, let's just be clear. Talking to a camera when you first start <laughs> is extremely, extremely <laughs> awkward. You'll be looking at the screen and at your face and not the camera. Yeah. It's just everything about it. 
I should show you guys some of my videos on Snapchat from like two and a half years ago. <laughs> it's laughable. It's so awkward. Like. It's so funny. I've, I've started when I'm working with businesses and helping them, you know, make videos and build their brands and stuff. I'm like, drop the face, stop trying to look serious. Just, and then just talk. And I tell them, I'm like, talk to me. Don't talk to the camera because it's going to weird you out. You have to pretend like you're talking to somebody or know that somebody's on the other end. You know what I mean? Um, and so how to share your why, because this is a vulnerable thing, it can definitely be awkward. Um, and so kind of how to get into that is show what you care about. So while you're going through your day, your dog could come up to you and be like, mm, and you're like, oh, my dog. And then you tell a story about your dog and you're like, oh, we got our dog from a rescue or, yeah. you know, however you found the dog. And then after you introduce that character into your story, you know, and if you get a comment about it or people ask about it, then next time the dog's doing something funny or there's a habit that they, you know, that they always do, then you bring it up again. And then, you know, you keep carrying that on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, telling why you care about it and then giving updates about, you know, humans are also really good, but with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then using examples and stories, like whenever I talk about my dog, the um, one of the first dogs that I had, I made this huge plate of enchiladas and I was waiting to put it in the oven. And I walked outside in the backyard and we have like a window right here. And I walked outside because I don't know, my dad was calling me this like five or six years ago. And I look back inside the mirror and the dog is on the oh counter, both oh. paws, her face is in the enchiladas and she's just, and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so, and so many people, I'm sure, how many of you can relate to having your dog eat something? Um, yeah, that's, that's a thing that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, but using examples and stories brings that character to life, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, because remember, people don't know you. So how to share your why about whatever it is that you care about, whatever you're talking about, even simple parts of your day, um, explain the background, explain what's going on, you know, and why you do what you do and how you stay motivated. All of those simple things that are second nature to you, nobody knows about, nobody understands. Right. And you might be thinking, well, why do people care? Right. Right. I'm trying to sell something or I'm trying to get, you know, build influence or whatever. Mm -hmm. But people buy from or want to do business with or want to support people they know, like, and trust. Yes. And how do they know, like, and trust you? By getting to know you, the whole you, right? Yes. So that's why you're going to do things like share about your about your kids. Not saying that you should do it all the time. Yeah. And that's not, shouldn't be the only thing you do but you do right. need to give kind of a complete picture of. Yes, that's why I share my bird and my turtle and my dog. Because <laughs> people are like, oh my gosh, you have animals too? Um, so this is your the section of your call to action. So now you have an audience that likes you. Whether, again, this doesn't have to be, we've talked about this, it doesn't have to be, you know, 10,000 people or, you know, it can be 100 people. It can mm -hmm. be 50 people because you know, your, your influence, it's, it's having that influence with people and the way you get influence is from telling your story. Yeah. So, so that's the thing, because when people know you like you and trust you, then anything you have to offer them, anything you tell them, you know, that they can do or to help you or whatever the case may be, they're going to do it. They're going to be like, yeah, I, I want to help this person. Or I've, you know, I've seen them. I feel like I know them. So, um, that part's huge. So telling your audience what you want, your call to action, so again, start with a story and background of your why. Why do you want somebody to like your Facebook page? There's there there's some people on Instagram. I told you I follow a couple of them that it's just surely for me to know like what I shouldn't do. Yes. <laughs> and so like like a couple of people they will they will post a fitness video or picture or whatever, 
and they'll put like tag, share, save. I'm like, why? You didn't put a good caption. The picture is not that great. Like for what? And it's like, there's no value behind it. Right. So when you're explaining something, it's like, what are you doing this for? You know, what is this picture about? What is this video about? And so once you explain that, then you can be specific with your audience of what are you looking for? It's kind of like you're talking to a best friend, somebody that knows you're like, Hey, I need your help with this. And this is what would really help me if you did this. You know what I mean? And, and these people online become a very engaged audience. If you engage them, you know, if you're asking these questions, if you're telling them about your day and your dog and whatever. And so when you're being specific with your audience, you've got to not just say, Oh yeah, I've got a Facebook page in case you guys go. No, I have a Facebook page. Here's what I'm posting. Go like it right now, please. I'm going to do a Facebook live in five minutes. Like you have to be direct with them. And most of the time people don't really even think twice about it. Right. Yeah, people are so scared to, to actually ask the mm-hmm. audience to do something, but they're following following you, watching your content, engaging mm-hmm. with you and your content because they obviously like you and or your content. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to, you know, and, and you shouldn't be doing this every single day, asking right. people, right? But you, it's okay to be like, yes, please go like my Facebook page or please can you share this, um, this story out or you know, whatever, mm-hmm. click on a link to, to sign up for my email newsletter. Yes. And something that I've thought about with this too, is that we do it once. And either if we don't get response or we get little response, we're kind of like, oh, I shouldn't do that again. It's so important. And I'm sure you would agree with this with marketing to see something over oh, and yes. over. And like she said, it's not something that you do every day or every other day, maybe once a week, once every two weeks, but the consistency of somebody seeing it I mean, most of my sales from, you know, my fitness trainers and all this stuff, people have seen it. They're like, oh yeah, I've been thinking about getting this for a while now. And then you posted about it and I'm like, now's the time. And I'm like, oh, this is the fourth time I posted it. Okay. You know, in our minds, we're like, won't you do it the first time? Look at it. It's great. Yeah. Look how great it is. Yeah. Like, we you know. Um, but so many times people won't follow that call to action to like your Facebook page or whatever you're selling um, until they see it consistently because then it kind yeah. of gets in their mind and clicks, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, I hear stories about this in all kinds of businesses, but with online business where people can take, you know, sometimes months or even a year before they finally decide to act on your call to action. Mm-hmm. But if you consistently put out value and you consistently put out that call to action, they will eventually act on it. That's why Reebok sends me three emails after I view one pair of shoes. And they're like, Allison, did you forget something? Allison, did you still want to buy these? Allison, these are 50% off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but I have, okay, sometimes I buy, not all the time, yeah. but yeah, sometimes you just have to. Yeah, yeah. Just have to. 50% off, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, people need to be reminded of your vision, of your why. You can talk about it every day and, you know, people will follow along with that. And that will do it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you enjoyed the replay of our Facebook Live. Would love to hear your thoughts in the reviews. Please also feel free to shoot us a direct message on Instagram or Facebook with your questions or comments. And if you have not already subscribed, left us a rating and review, we would so appreciate that. And you can also find us on all the socials. Our handles are in the episode notes, but you can find creating the letter U online on Facebook and Instagram. Allison K. Ferno on Facebook and Instagram and Krista Fabric on Facebook and Instagram. And we hope you will join us for the next episode, which will be dropping next Wednesday.